This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. Hey friends, welcome back to Let's Chat with JBAX. This podcast will encompass fitness, mindset, and lifestyle. In these episodes, I spit some mad fire from my mouth to your ears of my thoughts, experiences, and tips that I have developed along the way. Life is about experiencing it and sharing it, reflecting and growing. I add some humor because I'm funny, and this one, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> I cheer up half the time, and... Okay, also, I'm like literally tearing up because I think I'm funny. Like, wow, okay. <laughs> but overall, I'm just grateful to have you all here with me on this journey. So on that note, let's jump into this episode about dating naps. <laughs> Lots of my past podcasts have been super motivational, and I hope y'all have learned something from it. But I want to talk about dating apps today because I'm here for it and I've dabbled in them. So it is time to share some fun things. I'll be the first to admit it. We are in a weird world. <laughs> it's been about a year and a half since I've been single. And I took the time I needed to do some me shit. But then I'm like, okay. Let's try this whole dating in my 20s during COVID thing. And as I want to meet someone authentically out in the wild, dating apps were the way to go. The last time I used dating apps was in college, my freshman year. And I mean, what do you use Tinder for in college, you know? <laughs> I got back into dating apps and I hung out on a few of them. First, I was back on Tinder in late 2020 and immediately deleted. I found myself just swiping and not interested in what Tinder had to offer me. And then I decided that Hinge was probably the way to go. It's an app meant to be deleted, people. <laughs> and I went on a few dates and I have some stories to share. And I also had Bumble, but not for a boy, for best friends. So I don't know if that counts, but I think we should kind of mention it here because y'all shouldn't be scared of an app to meet friends if you are meeting random men or women on dating apps. And I've met some cool fucking people through Bumble BFF. 
So you should give it a try, especially if you're somewhere new and you don't know a lot of people. Grow your circle, people. Most of you know me as a pretty private person about this kind of stuff, and I stand by that. My privacy is important to me and to my friends, who I probably tell way too much to. So thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> but I'm here to talk about some reflections I've had on these dating apps, some combos I've had, and what I think about the whole dating life in 2020, 2021, mid-20s. Oh, God. This is going to be a good one, I hope. <laughs> so, like, honestly, though, if any of the hinge guys who I referred to my JBAX fit profile in the past are listening, what up, fam? <laughs> First off, why are we on dating apps? To meet the person of our dreams, right? I mean, to meet someone who may or may not be. Or some may be on the apps just to get down and dirty. And I mean, scrub someone's floors. <laughs> JK, you know I meant the dirty. <laughs> we want to find someone. Let's face it. But PSA, you do not need someone to be complete. Find yourself and then have a partner in crime after. And in our 20s, in this day and age, dating apps honestly can open a lot of doors for us. But there's a big stigma about telling people that you met your person on a dating app. Like it's taboo or something. Y'all, this is the 21st century. We do nothing like the past. Yes, it's cool to meet your person right away or through friends. But it's cool as fuck to meet someone you have zero connections with. And to really break yourself free within those conversations. And please, please, do not lie about meeting your person on an app. Just say it. Embrace it. Say it confidently. Literally stop shaming the apps. Like, yeah, they can be annoying as hell. Stop swiping if you're not going to say anything and then be mad that no one's talking to you. I'll get into that in a few. And I don't know if I need to state this preface this, but dating is weird. Uh, dating in your 20s post-college is weird. And I need to hear amen from people who are agreeing with me right now. <laughs> and dating, for me, after I haven't dated in five years, is weird. Dating after you haven't dated anyone random is weird, but I don't mean weird in a bad way. It's just different. And you can learn a shit ton about yourself in dating in general with this. 
It's honestly thrilling. Y'all know I'm all about those difficult situations to grow and learn and expand myself. My journal has been lit up from the experience experiences I've had. But honestly, I found dating to be so hard. Like how? I have never authentically dated in this new dating mid-20s world. My first boyfriend was in high school who just kind of pursued me. Friends with my sister's man at the time. And then I dated a guy on a fluke after high school because there's connections with friends that were holding us together in parties, high school parties. Let's take a moment to reflect back on our high school parties. How many of us got drunk in a field and then cops came and then you ran? I don't know. I don't really know if that even happened to me. Am I making this up? Who knows? Blur. (laughs) And my college boyfriend was my best friend for a year before we started dating. I call that too easy. And then I dated my ex's friend. Which ex? I'll let you stir the pot on that one. And the connection was there from that. But then I found myself confused on what meeting a stranger and learning their ways, like how? I never actively dated with intent to get somewhere. It just happened. And that made it a little easier. But I told myself, I'm going to try and put myself out there. Express yourself and show up, Jessica. That's me talking to myself in the mirror. Y'all know it. So here are my experiences with dating apps. When I was fully invested on getting back out there in December, here are some reoccurring habits that I know for a grade A fact, I am not alone. I was on the apps and I swiped just to swipe with no intention to respond. And I've talked about this before with others and they mentioned it's an ego boost, but I I don't get that. Why are we on in the first place? Not interested in those around you. And if I wasn't, I'd be on it for a bit. But if I was interested in anyone around me, I would never think about Hinge, even if I wasn't really talking to the person I was into a lot. And sometimes I found myself mindlessly scrolling and I'd stop immediately. I'd get off and do something to better myself. And then I'd come back with a purpose to not just scroll. I am 100% a app troller, I would respond to people just to make a joke. You know, Brad, who's competitive about everything. Yeah, I'd make fun of him for that because I thought that was how you flirt with people. I would swipe. I would match. I would relook at them. Mm, Never mind. I'd message them, but once they asked me for my number, I became disinterested. 
I'd get their Instagram and realize getting their Instagram was not the right move. And honestly, giving them my Instagram was almost nerve-wracking for me. I decided, do I give them my JVAX Fit or my personal account? Some I gave my personal, and then I had to tell myself, you are JVAX Fit. What are you hiding? I was nervous that they would think I was weird because I have this platform and I show up on it in so many different ways. But that doesn't make any sense. I show up on it so others can see me how I truly am. So I started giving them my JBEX Fit profile. And to be honest, it scared some away. <laughs> That's okay. If you can't handle me, I feel that. And then depending on the person, I'd send them voice memos because y'all know I hate typing. And then they just stop responding. <laughs> and that's okay too. In the early stages of my hinge, I was in St. Louis and I was planning dates for when I got back to San Francisco. I basically had a roster, but when I say that, I had their name in my phone with a picture and a little bio to remember them by. Max with a moped, Max moped, moped Max. <laughs> I'd also get to know some info about these dudes and then talk to my friends about them. I'd call up my friend Olivia and say, hey, hey, you know Chad with a sailboat who's 5'7", and that's a shame, and he has a dog in the pic. No, 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 not the golden retriever. That was Tony. He has – I almost stopped there. I acted like I knew these people and that we were super into each other, yet I exchanged 10 messages with them. I was hyping them up, and it gave me a lot of hype. And I was telling my friends all of these things about them, even though I knew I probably wouldn't keep shagging with this person to meet up with them in the first place. And I never felt the need to FaceTime anyone on Hinge. It just felt weird to me. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait till I get back. And then there were times I would expect them just to know me from my profile. Well, Cody, you saw on my profile that I'm at the beach in five to six of my pictures, so I clearly like the beach. How dare you ask me if I like the beach? <laughs> and well, Kevin, I slightly mentioned beer in a prompt and you asked me if I want a cocktail? The audacity. Does this make me picky? Probably. <laughs> and then... I'd be vibing with some bros, and then I would stalk them, as we do, and find that the photos they used were from 2018. Okay, dudes. Every single one of you has 2018 photos. That must have been a solid year. <laughs> I realized a few of them were honestly not what they looked like, and that just freaked me out. And I would have made a joke out of it because I'm the funny one if I met them and that would be my escape. But instead, I just stopped responding. <laughs> Does that make me a ghoster? I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that probably in different episodes if you truly like an episode like this. But my true experiences 
past messaging to finally meeting, I have had a total of four dates from Hinge from March 2020 until now where I had a date and didn't date again until October of 2020. And then had a crazy, absolutely not a chance in my dating again experience. And this is my favorite story to tell. And I could probably have a whole episode on this one date, but I'll just give you the highlights. I had two dates with this guy. First date, nice dinner. And then here was my first flag. We walked out and we were at a fork in the road. And to the left side, there was live music playing. And to the right side, there was a football game going on. We were kind of dancing in the street. The moon was out. Y'all know I'm vibing. I'm moving and grooving just a little bit. And he asked me, well, which one do you want to do? And before I could say which one, he said, let's go watch the football game. Uh, wrong answer. I can't watch TV. I don't like it. And I'm not into sports right now. But as a great date that I am, I went there and was able to sit and watch the game with a beer. I am one to always give someone a second date. So he asked me to go to the beach, and I said, I'm so fucking lootly. I love the beach. So he picked me up, and we sat in the car in silence as we drove. And y'all know I talk a lot. So I'm talking about anything and everything, and I'm getting zero response. So finally, I'm looking around. I'm like, what do I say? I looked down at my hand, and I'm like, well, I got these rings when I was in high school. And this man whispers, I don't fucking care. Did you gasp? Because like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then we were going to or lunch and we were walking around and there was a beautiful homeless woman sitting on the ground and cleaning herself. And he said, hey, look, it's you. Did you gasp again? Yeah. I was like, what does that even mean? He was like, oh, her energy. Because y'all know I love talking about my energy. Apparently it was up <laughs> to make fun of. There's more. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Why did I keep doing this? <laughs> I went back to his place to watch a fight and have some dinner. And after the fight was over, he was like, well, now what do you want to do? I'm like, well, you know, we could talk. It's like, mm, could I play video games with the boys? I'm like, no, sir, you cannot play video games with the boys. And then we pulled out this board game or whatever game it was, and I ended up winning two immediate rounds. And he put it up and said, I'm going to play video games with the boys. <laughs> Therefore, I am not seeing this person anymore. <laughs> and that kind of put a halt in my dating from – November, December. When I moved back to SF, San Francisco, I had a plan to go on a bunch of dates. 
So I was on Hinge all of December, really trying to meet up with people when I got back and set some time. (laughs) I set five dates in five days when I returned. And out of those five, I met one. All them boys be canceling on me. And then completely went on a random, didn't have a conversation with this person date after that. The five people I had planned to go on a date with, we were texting constantly. And it was exhausting. I felt like I knew everything about them or them me. And I was sending novels. And y'all know, I don't do novels. I do voice memos. Ugh. I have a podcast where I don't have to type. And with this, I feel like we sometimes find ourselves making a false narrative about someone. One person and I had the funniest and most sarcastic banter over text. And this was someone I met in person, but it wasn't fully there. And I think me, I got knocked for that, which is fine. I read a book recently on how to approach dating apps called How to Not Die Alone. Hey, Colleen, what up? Thanks for that dope book. And I recommend this book to anyone. The director of relationships at Hinge wrote this, and her take is pretty interesting. When we think about dating apps, there are a lot of things that we do that I mentioned earlier. And most importantly, we're picky because we feel like we can be, which we can. But some advice is, stop being so picky. Yes, choosy, but allow for an older or younger person to be in your DMs. They don't have to be 6'6 either. I know we can be weird with heights, ladies, and men. (laughs) And stop looking at their occupation. Gold digger status, be your own digger, have your own money. All in all, just go on the date. Once a week, if you're up to it, meet at a park for a drink, an excursion, and don't drag it out. Tell them a day you're available and just go. And give people chances, second chances. And I attest to this. I went on a date with a guy and said, he'll be a good friend. And then the second date and third date and so on were pretty bomb. And don't ghost. They deserve to have some closure. And as I mentioned earlier that I ghosted, but I never met them. A trick I heard in my life is they don't exist. They are not real until you meet them in person. But once you meet them, they are a person and they deserve that respect. And overall, get to know what you want and express that. And don't sacrifice yourself for someone you just met. And truly, fully, find someone who is what you're looking for. This is your opportunity to truly start from scratch.
to piece together the guy or the gal that you want. We are literally on a floating rock with 7 billion people. If someone doesn't give you what you want, someone else will. We're not out here settling people. <laughs> but if you see anyone on these apps that you want to make <laughs> or bring into your life, jump on it. If you want someone to have deep conversations with and not service level, find it. If you want a comedian who will wear a blow-up suit, here's your chance. If you want a 33-year-old who, who has a kid, boom, they're there for you. This is your opportunity to show up fully, to be your true and authentic self. Remember that last podcast episode. Go replay it if you have to. And within dating, whether it's an app or you meet authentically out in the real world, you can practice your new values, new boundaries, and you are not held to who you were in past relationships. Here is a pro tip. Write your shit out. And shit as in, write out what you value in yourself. What values you want to keep and what you want in a partner. What you want in someone else to allow you to feel loved. But don't forget that you need to love yourself first. Your love is more important than anyone else's to you. You must love yourself first before you can ask that from someone else. And reminder, dating is weird, but use it to truly show up for yourself and get what you want. Do not be afraid to say no to someone, but don't be afraid to say yes to that date, to show up and be vulnerable. It's crazy what vulnerability can do. Digging in your 20s, on apps, near pandemic, during, almost post, can be fucking scary, weird, whatever you think it may be. But do it. At least for the stories and experiences and the free drinks. You can get so much out of it and you will learn the most about yourself. So do not forget to journal your experiences. Dating apps can be intimidating. They can be scary. They can be just another form of swiping. But use it to your ability. Use it to make connections. Use it to understand yourself better and open yourself up to understanding others. Dating apps don't have to be too scary. Just be brave, go out there, and do your thing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'm making a strange face right now. Like, what did I just record? I don't know. 
but y'all are hearing it from my mouth to your ears that got mad fire. You hear that (laughs) mad fire? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, That was about 25 minutes of me just free for all and going and doing and I'm drinking coffee at 4 p.m. Mistakes. I appreciate each and every one of you for spending this time with me and listening to this digging apps episode. If you liked it, give me a like, review, and send this to a friend who may get a kick out of it. But most importantly, send me a message on Instagram, J-B-A-X-F-I-T, and tell me about your dating experiences on apps. Overall, y'all are rocking. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for being here with me on this journey. Peace, love, y'all. 